0: On and get ready for
1: an amazing new episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to White Coats Podcast. Today, season six. We are uncovering different myths. This right. season is titled Myth Bus Ah Mythbusters. A little bit of a tongue twister, guys, but it's Mythbusters. <laughs> Today we're gonna be breaking down four different myths. About fitness. This episode is super interesting because a lot of these myths I didn't know, some Lauren didn't know. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Lauren, start us off with myth number one. Okay, so today's all about fitness
0: myths. And so, we're gonna start off with something that I feel like almost all athletes say. Is the day after a workout they're like I feel so sore it must have been an incredible workout so we're gonna bust a myth here and I'm here to tell you guys that if you that it's a myth that if you don't feel sore the day after your workout you didn't train hard enough that's a myth and so the reason why that this is a myth is because when we're sore the day after a workout it's usually because we overworked those muscles now Which muscles, you may be asking, they're called global muscles. These are the larger muscles in your body, the ones that you guys have heard of like quadriceps and biceps. And so usually when we're sore, it's because we've overworked those, which is not necessarily a good thing. So next time you want to work out just to get sore, just because you think, you know, if you're pushing yourself hard enough, you're going to get sore, consider that, you know, maybe being sore is a sign... Sign that you worked your body too hard or that when you were doing those exercises for those global muscles that, you know, you're not receiving the support your body needs, maybe from your core, for example, because the core is something that's engaged during almost all exercises, especially weight strength training that'll get you really sore. And so maybe it's time to, you know, start cross training um, with core development and core exercises um, that could really assist you. And then maybe next time you won't be as sore because my my myth-busting ability is telling me that, <laughs> you know, maybe being sore isn't the best thing for you. So, right. Ariel, why don't you get us started on myth number two? Now, I know this one's one was surprising for you, so let's hear it.
1: Yeah, so I actually didn't know this until we were prepping for this episode, mm-hmm. so I wanted to share this with everyone, but myth number two, you can target fat loss. Now, I always thought you can. I mean, you work out your arms, you lift mm-hmm. some weights, you're going to lose fat in your arms. You do some squats, you're going to, you know, lose some fat in your legs, you know, things yeah. like that. Crunches, you're going to lose fat in your stomach. Eh, incorrect. <laughs> Everybody, get this out of your mind. This is a myth yeah your body burns fat based off of your overall fitness and activity mm-hmm. levels rather than targeting regions in your body yeah exactly. which is really crazy so if i so pretty much what this means is your fitness or your activity level whatever you work out, it's kind of for your whole body it's right. not it's if like if your I, overall fat percentage for exactly your, body. your overall fat percentage so it's not you can target one thing and you lose weight there. So that's why a lot of the times people say, well, do cardio, it's really good for you because that kind of targets your overall fat percentage. Exactly. And then that kind of gets dis- dispersed throughout your right. body. And then you start losing weight a little bit here, a little bit there. Your body kind of reacts that and disperses the body mm-hmm. the body um, weight loss. You know, yeah. it's, v- it's very different than what I always thought because yeah. – it's very different muscles. Actually, you can target that, so you can right. target, you know, build building muscle. That's targeted. So if exactly. you you lift weights in your arms, you're gonna gain muscle in your arms, but right. you're not gonna necessarily lose fat, which exactly. aren't correlated. Which is super interesting because I always thought I was like, what? Like yeah. I, I was so shocked because you see, this. you see workouts like. Like,
0: oh, get abs in 10 minutes, but you're not going to lose the fat there. You're just building that muscle. And so also, if you're not losing fat, then you might not see that muscle tone. But it doesn't mean you're doing that workout for nothing. It just means you're doing that workout for the muscle.
1: Right. So fat that is broken down to be used as fuel for your body comes from anywhere in your body, not just from that part you're working out, which is pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. So, on to myth number three. Lauren, why don't you start us off?
0: Okay, miss, myth number three is that you should it's stretch. It's a tongue twister,
1: right? <laughs> I know, it's really hard <laughs> to say. Myth.
0: Okay, I got it now. Myth number three, you should stretch before your workout. Now, this is something I've been doing since, like, fourth grade. You know, Same. stretching before I work out. <laughs> because my coach has always taught me. Until one one coach I had in sixth grade, he coached me in soccer, He had us go for a little jog before our soccer practice and then we would stretch, which I thought was very interesting. I didn't really get it. So let's talk about why it might not be the best idea to stretch before your workout. So some people may think that stretching prevents injuries, but it can actually do harm. And I'm going to get into why. And how but what studies have actually shown is that the major benefit of stretching is to increase or at least maintain the range of motion in a joint and so the issue with stretching before you work out is that the research shows that when you're forcing your your muscle your cool muscle that hasn't been warmed up yet it creates a surge of a stress hormone now this is a big word but it's called gluco corticoids. That's what the stress hormone <laughs> is. And it flows through your body when you're when you're stretching out this cool muscle. And that's the opposite of the reaction that you want when you are stretching. So so what's what you actually want to do is you want to do a little dynamic warm-up. First, before you work out five to 10 minutes, you know, just work up a a light stretch. Um, This could be, you know, something like high knees, butt kickers, a little jog, something like that. Just anything that's maybe cardio based. And then if you want to stretch, you can stretch before your workout. But it really goes, it's interesting to see how, how if you work out or if you stretch before you start working out or before you're warmed up, it can actually create. A, a surge of stress, stress hormones in your body. So we really don't want that. Um, especially, you know, if you're an athlete, you, of course, care about your body. You're working on your body. So you want to make sure you're stretching the right time and you're not injuring yourself. Interesting. So, Arielle, why don't you tell us about
1: myth number four, the last myth? So this last myth is also super interesting. Wow. Well, If you walk 10,000 steps a day, you don't need any other exercise. Now, a lot of the time we hear, oh, yeah, let's get my steps in, my 10,000 steps. Mm -hmm. After that, I'm active, I'm good, I'm done, you know, I've done my workout for the day. Right. Eh, False. Yeah. The concept, actually, of the 10,000 steps a day is a goal um, that's oriented around preventing diseases, So Mm -hmm. a lot of diseases that, you know, heart disease, things like that that are very based off of being sedentary, not being active, not, uh, you know, increasing your heart rate, things like that. It's more based off of that. So if you're if you live a very sedentary lifestyle, this is a great goal to have. But it does not actually count as an exercise. You you know, it's different than actually going out to the gym and, uh, you know things like that when you're at the gym you're lifting weights you're running that's considered a real form of exercise and physical activity this is just something kind of this is a goal that you can work towards um it's actually considered low intensity aerobic like an aerobic type of not exercise but activity um it doesn't really target any muscles as like weight or as um Weightlifting would do. Um, and it's not meant to replace a workout. Um, right. You know, to actually achieve all around fitness, you want to focus more on high intensity aerobic exercising, resistance and strength training, things along those lines. And it's very good to incorporate different variations of exercise, not to do the same thing every time. So, not to do the same 10,000 steps every time or the same any type of exercise because your body actually gets accustomed to this and then, you know, it gets. It's, it doesn't become a challenge anymore. Right. You know, your it's just kind used of... To it. Your body gets used to it. So you yeah. always want to change it up and mix, it, mix things around.
0: Yeah. My favorite thing that you said in there is about the lifestyle. Like, 10,000 Steps was created to be a lifestyle thing. Like, like oh, you have a break for lunch? Go for a walk. Go walk to the restaurant that you're getting yeah. food from. Like, um, like, oh, before you go to work or school go go for a walk or something just to incorporate a little bit of activity throughout your day but it's not necessarily your you know main form of exercise considering it would take a long time to to walk 10,000 steps it would take you i don't for know sure. hours whereas yeah. whereas if you just wanted to exercise and get in a good workout you might as well do a shorter higher intensity workout
1: right yeah
0: 100% All right guys well that was a quick 10-minute episode. We hope you guys enjoyed that and learned something. This season, we're going to be myth-busting a lot of myths. So stay tuned. That's right. Um, We're going to be doing all different kinds of things, not just fitness myths, um, all different kinds of categories. So if you're interested in this and you want to learn about your health and your fitness, stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.
1: See ya.